0: Hierdie inzetsel wordt aan jou gebring via Radio
1: Kaapse Council op 729 AM. Bezoek ons gerust by www.kaapsekansel.co.za Into me, see A place where we learn about deep connection
0: With yourself, those close to you
1: And with God
0: In our program, we deal with reality, restoration and redemption in the face of addiction. We uncover intimacy as seeing into me and the role it plays in healthy, authentic and thriving relationships.
1: In our 38 years of marriage, our understanding of intimacy has grown incredibly. I am Frederick Wools.
0: And I am Suki Wools. Even after all those years of growing in intimacy, we still have our challenges. Mm -hmm. In our roles as licensed counselors, we continue to learn about the crucial role of intimacy and relationships.
1: Yes, and with the rapid development of technology, there are so many distractions, such as our phones, uh, the internet, and gaming, that lure us into a virtual world, away from face-to-face, intimate connections in the here and now and that in turn impacts our intimacy with others, with God and ourselves.
0: Because of these distractions many people fall into the trap of process and substance addiction as a substitute for intimate relationships with God, others and themselves.
1: Yes, so please join us as on our journey we travel into greater intimacy and connection, especially with those closest to us.
0: This month we're going to tackle the subject of what it means to have an intimate relationship with God and how it plays out in the relationship with ourselves and others.
1: Yeah, we're going to be humbly starting our discussion with some of our own experiences, but we're going to have guests with whom we will explore this topic more deeply. The next two weeks, we'll we'll be talking to a friend who has been working at his own recovery and restoration from addiction, and we will explore this topic with him.
0: The last two weeks of the month, we'll be talking to Dr. Julie Slattery, a world-renowned expert on intimacy, sexuality, and the Christian life. I'm especially excited about talking to her, Frederick, as she has been a big inspiration for us to actually start this program. I'm sure you'll remember. I do, I do. She has a ministry called Authentic Intimacy, and I continue to learn so much from her as I listen to her weekly podcasts.
1: Now, Suki, I have often heard people saying that we need to have an intimate relationship with God. Phew, but very seldom have I heard people talking about what that really means and how to practice that. So I mean, how, what has your experience been of that?
0: Yes, that's really tricky. I remember when I just became a Christian, I was really baffled by this intimate relationship mm. with God. And in the beginning, I must say, it has changed a lot for me over the years. Mm. In the beginning, it was more of an intellectual Um, reading Bible and understanding what the Bible says. And I I think, I suppose almost me more theology and what Mm -hmm. I understand it meant. But through the years, Frederick, and I've known Jesus now since I was 10 years old. But of course, a big part of my growth actually Mm. started when I was about 25. Um, so that's about like 30 more years plus into it. Mm -hmm. If I give away my age, um, But especially I think in the last years of our own recovery from addiction and our struggles with addiction, Mm. I think it changed dramatically. Mm, mm, mm. Um, It changed to where there was a a much bigger self-awareness and where I brought what I was thinking and what I feel into my relationship with God. Mm. And I think I've learned a lot from the Psalms in this process.
1: Absolutely. Yes. As so.
0: David um, is so open about his feelings. Mm. And, and of course, that came when I became more aware of my feelings, mm. because as you know, um, if we're not in recovery, we don't. We don't even think about feelings. Mm. And it's still hard for me to actually explore my feelings.
1: I heard you using a word there, theology. And so not many people that are listening or some people that are listening may not truly understand what does a theology mean. Well, theology actually means it's a study of God. Mm. And um, when we say we are, we are stooped in theology, there is possibly a, a, a feeling That we are religious, and and I think that is what I experienced in my early days as a Christ follower, as a Christian, that I was involved in many activities, many Christian rituals, and um, in what we very often refer to as religiosity, Mm. and that the knowledge that we had of and that we have of God's Word and of how he speaks to us and what is actually happening in ourselves, we were not able to translate into changing our lives. Mm-hmm.
0: I think, yeah, you're really hitting the 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 hammer on the nail. Do I say it the other way the around? Nail, I always get uh, hitting, it wrong. Right.
1: Hitting the nail, nail on the head.
0: Yes, that's right. Um, so it's true in the beginning. Um, A lot of my my walk with Jesus or my intimate relationship with God was about going to activities. And if Mm. you think about that, that's not very intimate. Mm. It's actually kind of distant, especially theology. Um, It's kind of far away from my heart and um, what was happening in my heart. Mm. But at the same time, Frederick, I think when we start talking about feelings, people think, oh, really, you know, I can see you as a psychologist or counselors, because why must this always come into the play? What, how would you respond to this?
1: You know, um, Suki is very, very important is our feelings. And, um, you know, during the times when we were, our children were young, they were in the house, I was very unaware of the feelings that were happening and and that I was having in my own life. And that definitely impacted um, my relationship with myself, with you, with God, and of course with our children.
0: Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, for example, when I had feelings, um, I was unaware of them. And because I was unaware of them, but they were there, then these feelings cry out to be um, helped to feel better, and that is when the addictions start coming in, or not necessarily even addictions, but habits like going for a snack or comfort comfort eating, for example, or uh, getting out of the situation, getting out of the reality of engaging in the here and now, and then we often we replace it with activities. Mm. And uh, I saw that is what we were doing as as young Christians, as a young family with young children. I remember very clearly one uh, one evening or one day uh, we were talking to our son at the at the dinner table and trying t- and and getting into a deeper conversation with him, and we were shocked when he said to us, "I hate God." Mm. and he said, "What? What do you mean you hate God?" Mm. And he was saying. God is taking you away from me um, because we were involved almost nightly and daily in activities at the church. Mm. And so we were not so focused on our relationship and bringing whatever is inside of us to God and reflecting that to our children. And that is why our relationship was perhaps unstable and unsafe unsafe for each other and unsafe for our children.
0: It's interesting because um, we're not saying that there's anything wrong with activities. But Mm. at the same time, I think when we're involved in so many activities, I remember we, for years already, we've been doing our quiet times in the morning. Mm. And we even had a time with our kids when they jumped into bed with us and we did it together. Mm. Uh, These were very fond memories. But still, when I look back at our lives in that time, our lives haven't really changed that much. Mm. The big change towards getting closer to Jesus in a closer relationship or a more intimate relationship, if that's mm. you know what we're talking about, I think that only happened towards the last ten years or so of our lives. Mm. So how, yeah, maybe we yeah, can continue can, to explore
1: that. Uh, and when I look back, it um, is when I started seeing the realities in my own life. Okay. Um, you know when when you have habits and uh, hang-ups and hurts that you are unaware of, they often dictate how we live our lives as an adult, and especially when we have wounds from the past. And my wounds from the past took me out of the current here and now realities, and it was only when I started seeing those realities in my own life, I mean. Um, I became a Christian when I was about 17 years old and I said I want to follow Jesus. And I became aware of my sin and uh, some things that changed in my life. But after that, there was not enough discipleship and I was not able to see the other realities where God wants to work in my life. So it was only in my 50s when I started seeing the reality of my character dysfunction, of intimacy disorder and where that had come from and how it had robbed me of intimate relationships with myself, with God and with you especially and with other people. And yeah, it was only when um, you, you prompted me to go and do a test online to see whether I have a sexual addiction or not that to my shock I realized I have a sexual addiction. No no matter if it was very serious or uh, it was just a slight addiction, just the thought of knowing that reality, I have a problem and it's big and I need to have this looked at and I need to work at that, that things really started changing.
0: Yes, and interesting because that was about the time when things were changing for me, but it was not a very comfortable time. Yes. Now, I know when we do the 12 steps and when we are in recovery groups, we say there will be a time when you become grateful for the past and maybe for the addiction. Mm. And many people think, how can that ever be? That is impossible. But I really think we can increasingly look back and see, well, if it wasn't for this, we would have probably never gone for counseling. Mm. Um, And not that counseling is the all in all at all, but it really helped us to see the realities, to Mm. face them, because I think what you referred to before, that you were not aware of the realities. Mm. And Mm. even if I would say that to you, what I saw, um, it didn't, you know, it just brought a lot of conflict that we that we didn't know how to solve Mm, ever. mm, mm. And it's only when we really started going that I became more aware of what was happening and I Mm. became more self-aware also. And when I realized I also have a role to play in Mm, this, mm. it's not only you because it's very easy for women to think, well, my husband is the one with the addiction. He must you know, he, solve, he needs to, to solve get, the problem. Yes. Now. When I realized that my behavior and my what we call character defects, which is actually my sinful patterns, mm. actually contributed to the dynamics in our relationship. Mm.
1: Yeah, that is, it, it, it's really tr- true, Suki. Um, you know, before I started my journey of uh, recovery and restoration, I had no tools to deal with my feelings, to deal with my conflict. And um, my past dictated to me how I am living today. So in conflict, it was a terrible, terrible thing for me. But before we continue with that, Suki, let's take a break.
0: Welcome back, uh, our friends, dear friends. Um, Today's topic is about how does knowing myself impact my relationship with God and... Knowing God impact the relationship with myself, and then we have with others as well. Um, that that's a little bit part of that. Frederick, we were talking just before the break. We were talking about conflict. Mm. Maybe we can mm. we can, you can tell me more about that.
1: Well, you see, um, dealing conflict. We all have conflict, and. Um, we, at the beginning of our relationship and our marriage, uh, we were very proud that we never had conflict. Mm-hmm. Until we got to her counselor, we said, but that's exactly what the problem is. We don't have conflict. So I was not able to deal with conflict um, because of the wounds that I had received from uh, an alcoholic family and background. My father was an alcoholic. I was um, geared, I was given the potential, if there's any type of conflict, to run as fast as I can, even if that is in my head or in my heart or whatever, away from the conflict. So in our marriage, initially, and for many, many years after that, I would be, if there was the slightest difference between yourself and me, I would run. I would withdraw. I would become silent. And you, what what is your role in that?
0: Mm, I would pursue you, which mm. didn't help the situation, right? It was like a cat and mouse that we were running around and around and around. Mm. But, Friedrich, before we continue to talk about this, because the focus, we will, uh, as we go along, we will get more deeply into with others. Mm. But I do think it's also important to talk about my relationship with God and mm. being aware of myself. We just quickly jumped now to the relationship with each other and our partners. Mm. But before it gets to that um we were talking in the beginning about an intimate relationship with God and I just want to get back to that. Yeah. What else do you think affects that relationship, that intimate relationship with God?
1: Yeah, thank you for bringing us back to topic Suki mm-hmm. and I was just thinking as you were bringing us back to the topic is how those wounds of the past affected our my relationship with God. For example, the way I am dealing with conflict in my current life comes from the wounds of the past. And my father wound then, because that conflict handling comes from him, impacted my relationship with my heavenly father. So I saw my heavenly father as um, not abusive, but waiting to see how and when he's going to punish me. So I was not able to go into... uh, a intimate, close relationship with the feelings that are in my heart.
0: Um, I don't think this was conscience, right? No, Conscious, definitely you not. D- definitely you didn't realize not. that. Mm, but mm, so, mm. so how, how did you discover that that was part of the issue?
1: Well, uh, that was discovered as I was going into counselling, as I became aware of <clears throat> what is happening in my life and why am I. In my relationships, dealing with conflict, dealing with other uh, situations, um, why was I acting the way and behaving that way? And the more aware I became of what was happening in me, my feelings, my wants, my needs, and the ability to express them and receive um, grace, um, I was able to go into a more healthy relationship with myself and with God.
0: That's exactly what I wanted to say, because I asked you about your relationship with God. But as you were talking, I heard that you were referring to your relationship with yourself. Mm. And this is just an example of how it interplays and how it intersects with one another. Mm. Because, I mean, part of our relationship with God, if we look at the Our Father, um, is to ask for forgiveness. Mm. But if we're not aware of the things that we have done wrong, if... Um, if there's, we're not um, into the realities of our life and we mm. don't even see that, how can we ask for forgiveness? Mm. And that mm. has got an effect on my relationship with God. Absolutely,
1: yes, absolutely. And that is what I was talking about, the realities in my own life, the sinfulness the bad things and the wrong things that I do, which are actually um, come from, originated from my character defects and my wounds. But we can live beyond that. We can go uh, on a journey of restoration and of recovery.
0: Virgi, you're talking about character defects. I'm just thinking like the listeners will say, honestly you have character defects. It doesn't sound nice, Friedrich. <laughs> you must admit. <laughs> so I wonder how a person with so many character defects uh, like you and me can be on a program like this.
1: Suki, <laughs> okay. we all live and have come and lived and grown up in a sinful world. Um, our parents, as perfect as they wanted to be, were not perfect. We as parents wanted to be a wonderful, perfect Parents, we were not. I wanted to be a perfect husband. I was not. And um, I wouldn't say what about yourself, but but we grew up in a sinful world. And because we've grown up and because we all have wounds and hurts, we carry those over to others. Mm -hmm. And uh, that brings our sinfulness Mm -hmm. and our character defects to the fore.
0: Yes. And often in our relationship... You know, as a Christian before that, that is also a very big difference Mm. because we're talking about intimate relationship with God. Um, Beforehand, I I wasn't so aware of my sin. Honestly, I remember I was praying and sitting with my Bible and then think, what can I confess? I honestly don't think, I think I'm a good person. I honestly didn't think that I had that many issues. Mm -hmm. And the irony is now, the more we're getting into this, the more I'm aware of Mm. my sinful patterns, I will not call them character defects, sounds terrible, but <laughs> even though that's what it is, um, but, you know, and uh, and the, the more I, I, you know, I've become aware of how important it is to ask God to take away these things and to help me, to rid me of that, because there was a time when I was striving, when I thought it was my job, you know, to fix this, mm. and that I'm going to, through willpower to change these things in my life. Mm. And I tried many years and I couldn't get it right. Mm. And it was only when I came to the end of myself where I really knew but I needed God and I couldn't do it by myself.
1: Sure, Suki, that sounds exactly like the 12 steps Mm. and sounds exactly like step one. So that is when the real change and recovery and restoration started in my life, is when I started a journey with the 12 steps. And the first step being come to realize and admit that I'm out of control and that my character defects, my addiction and whatever, I'm powerless over those things. Mm. And um, my life is unmanageable.
0: Frederick, I just think for the background of those people who maybe don't often listen to this program, we just need to remind them again and say, friends, when we talk about the steps, we refer to the 12 steps as by Alcoholist AA. Okay. Yeah,
1: Alcoholics Anonymous. Al- That's right,
0: and, then, and many other groups. Um, and we often use that as a basis because we knew Jesus years before we knew the steps. Mh. But for both Frederick and I, following these steps helped us to get closer to jesus Mm. and to get more aware of the fact that we do have sin that we need to deal with Mm. because as christians sometimes we think but it's all forgiven you Mm. know it's that whole theological debate but jesus had forgiven me so why do i worry about this Um, i'm covered by the blood of jesus and i'm holy and i'm Mm. you know all the identity Mm. uh, that i have in christ but the realities of my life often lead me to know but I that I need to think about these things
1: yeah and you know as i was growing in my relationship with the step groups and with the 12 steps and going to safe communities where i can work through these steps and see the realities in my own life facing my addiction facing my the things that i do wrong my habits then my relationship with God improved, with Jesus, with myself, it improved. And I'm so grateful with you, mm. it improved. Uh, mm. Because, you know, before taking the, upon this journey, I was often shamefully to say, but I'm not ashamed uh, of the past, is that many of my thoughts about you was resentment and judgment mm. until I started focusing on my own wrongs and how I can love you better and that related to how can I love God better and then how can I love other people's better and uh, following through the 12 steps we get to a point where we talk about amends um, and asking for forgiveness not just to feel better
0: yes absolutely and as you talk I just become aware you know it's just such a beautiful Description or demonstration, we always say in the the intro of our program that intimacy, that that how our intimacy impacts our relationship with ourselves, God and others. Mm. And I think you've been explaining it beautifully. Another thing just to come back to an intimate relationship with God is um, that I realize sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I really struggle to connect with God. Mm. Um, Do you also find that to be a problem? Oh,
1: yes. There have been good times and there have been bad times. Mm. And the times I've struggled the most is probably when I've been most unaware of what is happening in my own heart. The times when I'm aware of my happenings in my own heart, my feelings, my thoughts, my behavior – It is those times that I can bring those to God, very much like David did and often said, why am I so depressed? Why all this turmoil within me? And then it becomes a lament, and that is intimacy. With God mm. And so there have been times when it's better And other times not as good
0: Yes, yeah, so that's just part of a normal relationship With people, right? Mm. And mm. because we don't always feel very well We don't always connect the same way We have times of beautiful connection And intimacy And then there are other times when we struggle with that mm. Just because we are human, right? Mm. And then also part of the times When we struggle sometimes Is maybe because we have sin in our hearts also We have judgments We have resist- Mm. And as we are aware of it and we can bring it to God and we can go to the people that we have the resentments against and deal with that, mm. that helps us to, to get closer again and to bring our own stuff and our own struggles before Jesus, like you said so beautifully.
1: Sure, Suki. I just see that we can go on and on and on about this. And that is why we will be spending the next four weeks Focusing more on intimacy with God ourselves, and so come and join us next week as we look further into this wonderful and important topic
0: and difficult journey. I can add to that. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Please send your questions to Frederick Suki at Capelput.co.za.
0: Frederick Suki, one word, F R E D E R I K S O E K I E at k
1: Let's connect next week.
0: This insert was brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit on 729 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.